This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your hosts, Dana and Shayna. Today, we are just vibing and recording this episode solo style, and we are just feeling this Scorpio season coming to an end. And by the time you hear this, it will be Sagittarius energy, which we are welcoming with open Mm -hmm. arms because shit's been intense the last few weeks, Mm -hmm. (laughs) to say the least. I'm remodeling my house. Um, A lot of you know that I worked with Amanda, who we had on the podcast, to feng shui our home. And we are in the depths of a remodel project. And I am recording this from my trailer on the side yard because the whole house is literal dust bowl, insane, so dusty. I just wasn't expecting the dust, I don't think. (laughs) Um, It's been really dry this week too. So I am just like a crusty little crab in here. (laughs) Um, Dogs are dusty. Everything's dusty. I've been trying to stay clean, but at this point, I've just like succumbed to my dust life this week. And it's an adventure. I keep saying it's an adventure every time I'm overwhelmed and stressed (laughs) and like displaced. I'm like, it's an adventure. Yeah. And honestly, I have to give it up to you because Shayna is a clean freak. Like she loves having a clean house, everything clean, clean clothes, clean underwear, clean sheets. Like that is her vibe in her life. So the fact that you're in this space right now and pulling off so gracefully, I really have to give you major props. And I do think it's a fun adventure. Like I, on the other end of this, am here for it because it feels like we're just camping (laughs) every day while we're still doing all the things and it's holiday season and we're planning a retreat read and all of the things are happening at once. And and we're taking a lot of like courses yeah, and certifications. And I were, Brian and I are going to Egypt in January. And that's a course in and of itself. Like it's a spiritual initiation through Egypt. So we have to watch like all of these videos. We have to take all of these higher hieroglyphics courses and like at the same in the same breath like getting a million texts from like our tile guy and our floor guy and our painter and like our designer and all the things and making like decisions on the fly at the same time like communicating with everyone in Bali for a retreat and at the same time like holiday time is here like it's not upon us it's here, it's here. we're in it mm-hmm. um 
And, you know, all of the things that we have going on are so exciting, like individually, but compiled and also like literally being in a trailer. And (laughs) I didn't realize that our washer dryer was going to be disconnected. So we did not do a bunch of laundry before this in preparation. And so... And they didn't like protect our clothes that were in our closet, which is like the one thing I'm kicking myself about. So all of our clothes are dusty and we have no washer dryer. So I'm just, <laughs> you know, accepting that this, where I'm at in this moment will not be where I am the rest of my life, which I say all the time. And I've, this, this week has been a lesson in that. But at the same time, super grateful that we're able to pour so much creativity into our home. Super, super grateful that we have a trailer to be in and that, you know, our dogs are small and they're okay in it. And super grateful that we have all these exciting things happening. But I don't know if anyone remembers, but a few weeks ago on the podcast, I was like, I feel like something's coming, but we don't know what. And then (laughs) boom, bitch, it's all here. Like you didn't know, but it was 20 things all happening at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) When it rains, it pours. I love it. No, I really do love it. I know it's been like, I feel like every single holiday season, we are a broken record. We're like, wow, we always forget how busy the holiday season is with Day Luna. There's just so many things going on in our personal lives and also in our work life. And like, it just feels like everything kind of kicks into gear and starts like happening. Whereas the couple months before can sometimes feel like that in between time or like that lull. And it's so funny how every single year I'm like, wow, I forgot how much stuff happens in the holiday time. And then here we are again. Like I'm literally going to go back to each episode at the same point in the different <laughs> years. Cause we've been doing this yeah. now for years and I'm so curious. To I hear. had an evil laugh just now. <laughs> With evil, like, <laughs> like the, the holidays, um, <laughs> because it is. And every year we talk about this, and every year we then know it's the holidays, and and literally we create space. We're like, okay, we are not having anything that's unnecessary on our calendar in the month of December because we have to plan like months in advance with our schedule now, and. Then because we have open space, our dumbasses forget <laughs> and we're like, oh yeah, we can take that course at this time. Oh yeah, we can plan that trip or this project. And here we are. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Um, <laughs> instead of dun, dun, dun. Like literally that's a rat. Wait, um, oh my God, is that the new vibe for the whole season? Instead of dun, 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 it's ho, ho, ho. <laughs> but at the same time, like so excited about everything and like love the holidays and ready to like get a tree if we ever move back into the house. Do you have a tree up right now? No, but I always struggle. Like I really want to get a real tree because it's just so amazing to have the scent and all, you know, it's just such a special thing and I appreciate it so much, but I also don't want to be wasteful. So I have a plastic tree that I can reuse every year. So I always kind of struggle, but I'm just going to really use my authority this year and do what's right for me because... That is what I know. It's going to be. I never want to cut down a tree like for that purpose. And this year, we're like, we have to get a legit ass, like, 
Christmas tree that we can reuse every single year. But then it's like, well, which one? And I don't know. And all the things. And is it even worth it this year? Because we might only have like a week of Christmas in the house in general. Yeah. One time Jared and I wanted to cut down our own Christmas tree. We were living in the mountains and we were like, let's go out and let's pick a tree. And like, it's going to be great. And so we went to this area that had like way too many trees and needed to be forested anyways. And um, we were like looking for the perfect tree to take down that was going to support the environment if that tree got cut down. And it took us hours. We're like, how about this one? It's like, well, the sunlight coming in the East and like in a few days, like the sun's going to shift and then it's going to have sun here. So let's not do this one. And it took us hours and hours and hours. We finally found the tree. We were so happy and so proud, cut it down, brought it home. And all of our friends were like, that is the ugliest tree I've ever seen. Like, why would you use that as a Christmas rude. tree? I know. And we were so proud of like, it. Like rude to that tree. <laughs> <laughs> that tree thought it was beautiful because it was. That's hilarious. I was just thinking like, did you bring back all the spiders and like animals that were living in that tree? I mean, there weren't any animals living in it. It was like five feet tall. Oh, oh, oh. It wasn't like oh, a giant. Okay. <laughs> Pine tree. <laughs> you know when you like say something and then you accidentally say it again and then now it becomes like a pattern and you can't stop <laughs> Like, oh, 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 is now my, like, thing that I'm going to start saying. For the rest of the podcast. Yeah. And probably, like, the next three weeks. And Brian's going to be like, stop saying, oh, oh, oh. I'm like, sorry, I can't. I can't help it. It's like a song that gets stuck in your head, except for it's like a phrase that gets stuck in your head. Oh, oh my God. This is a great podcast. Let's um, (laughs) delete this first half and start over. Yeah. Well, Um, what we wanted to talk about today was just... We wanted to have an episode where we just talk about connection. We just talk about connecting with other people and supporting yourself through that, through having insight around your design. And this was uh, the thing that we wanted to talk about because the thing we're feeling the most excited about right now in Day Luna is being able to do a retreat and being able to connect in person and really getting to connect in a way that is so aligned with our purpose and like who we are and our own designs. And we're just getting really fired up about it. And then in the same time, it's the holiday season and we're all connecting so much, going to parties and connecting with friends and having dinners. And I think that this can be a time of year that's overwhelming for a lot of us, for everyone. We're so busy in our career lives. We're so busy with our friends and family. We have all of these kind of expectations, even though it's a fun holiday season, there are still those conditioning and that pressure and those expectations that are woven into how we think we should connect with others, what we think we should do with our family, instead of really approaching that in a way that's authentic and right for us and kind of mindful of what is going to be supportive and natural for us. And of course, when we operate in that way where we're really taking care of ourselves and honoring our own uniqueness, we end up being able to connect with other people in a way that is really supportive for others and nurturing for others. So that's what we wanted to talk about today. If you're struggling with you know, connecting and going to a lot of parties and feeling overwhelmed, we just want to talk about that whole realm and kind of dig into some things that can give you some insight and support there. Yeah, we're all meant to connect in different ways because we're all so different, right? And that's like the basis of human design, the basis of this podcast. And so, you know, really reflecting on 
you know, past holiday seasons or past parties or times that you've been in situations where you're connecting and supporting your friends and family, um, has it felt supportive for you? Has it felt helpful for you? Has it felt nurturing for you? Or has it felt more so like work or effort or like you have to sacrifice yourself or that people don't understand the real you? Does it bring up, um, you know, like trigger any past trauma? Even just that question alone, reflecting on like in general, which side of the spectrum are you on when it comes to connecting during the holidays? Does it feel really lonely? Do you feel unseen? Or do you feel um, nurtured and supported and and valued? Um, do you feel like you can take up space? Or do you feel like you have to be constantly nurturing everyone else around you? Just reflecting on that alone can kind of give you a good basis of like, okay, I need to support myself and how I'm connecting with people more, or I'm pretty good. Like I have a good grasp on what I'm feeling and how I show up in these more intimate spaces. Um, so this, I love this topic and it is kind of all sparked from, we like, yes, we just went on a whole rant of, everything's overwhelming. We have so much going on. But at the end of the day and every single day, it's like connection, connection. Like that's all we want. Like when we connect with our besties in ceremony, every single time we get off and we're like, that, that is it. Like that is my life. That real, like getting to hear people and sh- having other people share and getting to guide in a way that is a safe container and connect in that way. Like that is my life. And so we, that's like the, the premise of why Bali is so important to us right now. And we'll get into that later, but connection is a part of all of our lives because we're meant to not only honor our own needs, but also connect and condition other people in hopefully our highest expression. Yeah. And it's beautiful to think about our undefined centers and the way the mechanics work of being in a space with someone else, because your undefined centers are the place where you receive others and your defined centers are the place where you send out your frequency to be received by others. So we are literally designed to intertwine, to interconnect, right? And to feel each other and experience each other. We are designed for that. And when we are in physical proximity with other people, we are unlocking different things that we feel within ourselves. You know, if you're split definition and you're in a group of people with different friends, chances are there's someone there who is bridging that split and you're accessing this beautiful feeling of excitement and elation and completion and just like a depth or a spark that you wouldn't necessarily feel alone. So I think it's important to sit with how important it is to create space for time together, to create space for community, because more and more we're working on our computers and working indoors, which is giving us more freedom to live our lives and do things that we want to do. So I definitely think it's a beneficial thing, but it's also important to prioritize connection and like connection in real life, right? That is something that is so important for us. We're designed to experience that. It's just, okay, how do I prioritize that in a way that actually serves me instead of in a way that I feel like I have to because of everyone else? And you know, I think even before we get into kind of specific things about your design, something that I've been observing lately is how much I was conditioned to ask someone about something. And they say like, let's say for example, someone says, yeah, I'm, I'm starting a new job. 
I was conditioned to immediately say for them, oh, that must be really exciting. Congratulations. And I would say what I thought they felt about the situation. And every new experience, I I observe it in myself over and over again. Someone goes through a breakup and I say, oh, that's awful. I'm sorry. And I've started noticing that instead, if I ask people, oh, how do you feel about it? Sometimes they really surprise me. They feel a completely different way than I thought they were going to feel about that situation. Someone has a new job and I'm going to say, oh, it's so exciting. Congratulations. But instead I say, how do you feel about it? And they're like, well, actually I'm terrified or I'm not sure it's right for me. And I have all of these you know, worries about it. And from, from being surprised by people's answers, I've realized how much I was like kind of not accepting people or not giving them space to be who they were in that conversation. Like I was perpetuating the conditioning of how you should feel when you get a job, of how you should feel when you um, break up with someone, or even, you know, in the circumstance of meeting your family, we have so much conditioning that that's always going to be a happy thing for people and that it's going to be amazing. And, you know, there might be people that for them, that's one of the most difficult things they do, they do in this year or something that brings them a lot of pain or, um, you know, depression or whatever. So the first thing that I want to just kind of offer up that I've been experimenting with is when you have conversations, be really mindful to allow people to have their own experience and to not kind of like fill in the blanks for others, but to instead really be the change you wish to see in the world by not perpetuating how we should feel, even in those little small conversational moments that we don't give a lot of weight to. And I've just been kind of playing with that in every little gathering I've been going to with my friends, every little party. And it's really fun to get to kind of shift that pattern that I I didn't see within myself before and to see through the eyes of other people like we all see experiences in our lives so differently right everyone has different feelings and emotions and experiences around things that we think should be blanket statements so that's the first thing that I want to just offer up in being that change that you wish to see in the world and in conversational ways mm, I love that so much and that's powerful to even just reflect on. And I think that there's allowing people to have their own experience in conversations and in what they're sharing, but also in general, not taking it personally as well. When you are, you know, with your friends and family this holiday season, not taking it personally when when they're having a reaction or when they're not wanting to. I don't know, connect or whatever is so important because maybe they have an emotional wave. Maybe they're navigating something random. Maybe they're certain centers, they're experiencing not self. And when you can just allow people to have their own experience without making a story about it or making it personal or about you, it really liberates you to have your own experience without getting wrapped up in everybody else's stories and bullshit or whatever you're projecting onto them of what their experiences are. So I think that that's such just great, great wisdom. Yeah. It's been fun to experiment with it and to see it like in a playful way, like adding some play and some curiosity into, you know, little areas instead of being like, oh, why do I do that? Instead, I'm like, okay, now I have this opportunity to do something different and to learn from people and kind of promote that where I didn't even realize I wasn't doing that before. But we wanted to talk about 
looking at the line in your pro- the lines in your profile and kind of getting some insight around your style of connecting that's your real that's really right for you the place where you thrive the type of connection that you thrive in based on your profile so with having a four in your profile, the way that Shana and I do, if you have a four in your profile, you are really designed to connect in a deep and authentic way. You are designed to really have this closeness, those close bonds. And so for people with a four, it's so important, the the close friends and family in their life, those really close core connections really dictate how um, how your life experience is going to be. So for a four line, the, these are not people who need a ton of friends all over the place. Like for them, it's really more about having those core people that they feel like they can be their most authentic self with, that they love being around and really nurturing and developing those relationships. So as a four line, we observe a lot that people who have this four are really close to certain family members, like their mother-in-law or their brother or sister could be one of their best friends, someone that they really love spending time with. But also you might not have a close relationship with your actual family and you might have friends who really feel like um, that family. And for you, that style of connection, like the fewer friends that really go deeper, that you can really trust that you feel really see you, that is so grounded and good for your energy and just kind of allowing that. So if you feel like it doesn't feel right for you to be at this like huge Christmas party where you're meeting all these friends and vibing and clicking. And if if that's feeling off in some way and you have a four in your profile, just knowing like, that's okay. I'm here in this moment. Like, let me just use this opportunity to explore and to have awareness and to have compassion for myself. But also knowing that those close, intimate connections, those are the places where I'm going to thrive. And that's the thing that I can prioritize in my connection style. Yeah, go sit outside and, you know, with a chair next to you and like have a glass of wine or your favorite beverage and just cultivate that that closeness, that intimacy. Part of the four line and connecting in a real authentic way, your side of it is showing up to in an authentic way and speaking your real truth of like this is just who I am. This is what's been hard for me. This is what I'm navigating. This is what I'm excited about and not so stoked about. This is just where I am right now, where what feels comfortable. And that might be stilettos and like a tight dress or, or you know, a suit, or it might be pajamas and a robe or whatever it is. But like being comfortable in yourself allows people to connect with you in a more comfortable, authentic way. So it's like showing up, connecting with yourself in the way that you wish other people would connect with you as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's always going to like harbor more of that connection when you start with yourself. And another tip for four line, I think this is something I experience a lot. Um, Fours are so gifted at making people feel connected and close and safe. And so people with a four in their profile are really good at holding space for others. They're really sensitive to, you know, is everyone comfortable? Does everyone feel included? And during the holiday season or anytime I'm gathering with friends, I feel this go into the too much zone into the negative expression of like going above and beyond to make sure everyone else feels comfortable and safe and included. And 
in a way that's not really authentic to me. That's that's kind of distracting me from my truth of just being able to sit with someone and make them feel connected and comfortable through conversation. I'm like making sure everyone has a seat and like running all around. And sometimes Jared is like, sit down, just stop. Like you're cut off. And <laughs> so I think true. that that's something that just to keep in mind, like your presence is uh, making people feel connected and comfortable and that you don't always have to be doing everything um, to make other people comfortable in a physical way. Yeah. And that's doubled down if you're a generator or a man gen with a four line because the tendency can be to sacrifice yourself for other people. And you can see that people are needing more food or refills or a chair or like whatever, blanket, and to just go do it all and be busy the whole time. And I notice myself sometimes that feels really good to do. And sometimes it's that like too much and kind of sitting back into my chair and being like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy this holiday versus working the holiday. That makes sense. Yeah. I love that. So if you have a five line in your profile, you are someone who can really connect with a lot of different types of people. Five lines can have like tons of different friends. And when you're at a party, you can connect easily. And uh, while I don't think that it's necessarily true that every single five line has tons of friends or feels really extroverted, um, I have observed so much in my life that five lines really can kind of connect. And maybe at that dinner party, they're kind of vibing or thriving with connecting with strangers and being able to enjoy that. So if you have a five in your profile, we encourage you to explore with this and experiment either maybe right away that resonates with you and kind of prioritizing that time to go out into the world and meet strangers and have new connections and just kind of thrive in that space. Or if you felt kind of disconnected with that, getting a little bit curious and seeing like where in your chart, maybe you have conditioning around it or, you know, other like not self areas that are pulling you away from that and experimenting with going out and meeting strangers and taking a art class or something like that, where you get to kind of have that connection and then see for yourself, if you feel like that style of being able to connect over ideas and use your voice and, and make new friends actually feels really good for you. Cause I think sometimes if a five line is too isolated and they're not having that time for that, they can feel a bit stuck without really being able to label why it is. So I think that that can be a really good tip. But of course, with this five line, the big thing is this projection field. Anyone with a five in their profile has this projection field around their energy. You're designed to, you're meant to. And it's so important to understand your projection field, to understand the way that it's working at all times and to radically embrace it. I think embracing the projection field is like crucial for people who have this five in their profile. But this projection field makes it where people are projecting onto you what they want you to be, what they think you are, and they're not necessarily seeing who you really are. When it comes to you know connecting with friends or family, being really aware that there is this projection field and that people can't necessarily see who you really are or what you're really thinking or what you're really needing needing support in unless you voice it. So if you have a five line, it's so important to really spend time this holiday season season connecting with yourself 
and knowing exactly who you are and where you're at and doing a lot of check-ins so that when you are with other people and you feel this projection field, you feel really solid and grounded in self-love and self-awareness. And if you feel a projection that's placed upon you that doesn't feel good, you know exactly what it is and you have this kind of like inner strength and inner love that you've been cultivating to help you kind of navigate that. Yeah. And it's knowing like, oh, the my friends are pr- like projecting on that I'm going to be funny and that I'm going to be like carrying the conversation and be charismatic. And sometimes it feels good for me to do- be that person. And sometimes it doesn't. And really honoring like when it doesn't and allowing yourself to be like, you know what? I don't, I don't need to. So important. We love five lines. And it's really like Dana said, up to you as a five line to embrace your projection field and you steer the ship because everyone else around you, if they want you to be fine, they see you as fine. They want you to be happy. They see you as happy. So it's so important for you to communicate. This is what I'm feeling. This is what feels good for me. Um, Taking the reins in that way and kind of steering the ship, if you will, is the best thing that you can do. And I think like this is a piece of advice that I think anyone can benefit but from, but especially five lines. If you are, let's say at like a family gathering and you're connecting with um, aunts and uncles or something like someone like that, and they're projecting onto you what you should be doing at this point in life, which that happens to all of us, but it especially happens to five lines because of this projection field. Um, it's so important to see that moment as an opportunity to really practice instead self-confidence and knowing who you are and being grounded in that and showing up um, with awareness and love and compassion and clarity instead of that moment really catching you off guard and pissing you off and making you want to storm out of the party. Like the more that you can kind of cultivate that inner confidence of like, I know who I am and I know what I'm here to do and I'm doing what is right for me. And even when I get your projections or your expectations or your pressure put upon me, I accept that opportunity as a challenge to deepen my confidence in who I am. And I'm grateful for this moment that gives me this opportunity to go even deeper in my self-confidence of who I am. And in the end, five lines are powerful people. They are people who are really here to do things in a different way and to create solutions where there weren't any. These are people who are really designed to be leaders. They're designed to be interesting and magnetic and mysterious and attractive. And, you know, if you can really see yourself, um, just owning who you are as like kind of a radical act that's changing the world, it really makes it easier to kind of like get on board with that experience. And so once again, that kind of like applies with anyone, people projecting onto you who you should be or whatever, just checking back in with, okay, I understand that you're doing that because of your conditioning, because of your level of awareness. And I am grateful for the level of awareness that I have within myself in this moment so that I can navigate this in a new way. And moving into anyone who has a six line in their profile, um, the six line is obviously the role model. So the most important thing for a six line is that they're getting to do things their way. They're getting to be their authentic self. They're getting to walk the walk. And that is going to be the greatest way that they teach other people. And for the six line, this is someone who can really kind of fall into that role of taking care of other people, of being kind of like the administrator of their family 
and being responsible for things. And while that can be really beneficial for them when it's right for them, it's also important that six lines don't feel like they need to hold other people's hands and make the change happen for them. When they can really settle into the more that they walk the walk and lead by example, the more they're actually leading and impacting others in a way that's mutually beneficial in a way that feels symbiotic for both parts. So as a six line, kind of giving yourself permission to not take on all the responsibility, to not feel like you have to do everything for everyone all the time, but stepping up and taking the responsibility where it feels fun, where it feels right for you, where your authority guides you to, and then knowing that it is enough for you to simply do your thing. And of course, six lines really enjoy connecting and teaching and guiding people, but they like having objectivity. They like having a bit of space. So as a six line, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're staying at someone else's house on a trip or, you know, during the holidays, just kind of giving yourself that allowance to go outside and to just be alone and to sit in a park and observe and allowing yourself to just kind of retreat a little bit and go up on your roof. Even if you are under 30, I think it can be so, so beautiful for a six line to just give themselves space to detach, to take a moment, to observe instead of always needing to interact, always needing to be connected in conversation. And a little bit goes a long way. Like just giving yourself a copy date by yourself um, and going out and leaving all of the people that you're with for you know one hour could be such a beneficial thing that kind of helps you ground in to your authenticity so that you can connect with people in the way that you're really designed to. And so the reason we wanted to talk about the fourth line, the fifth line, and the sixth line is because these are this upper trigram profile lines that are really all about connection, about the way that we're meant to really externalize. So every profile except for one is going to have one of those or more um, lines in it. The only one that we haven't talked about would be a one three because a one three of course doesn't have any of those three numbers in it. And so a I wanted to just kind of touch on if you are a 1-3, which is a common profile, so a lot of people listening will be, it's so important as a 1-3 to be really navigating boundaries correctly and to be honoring those boundaries. And this three line has a theme of bonds being made and broken. So you can really feel when a relationship kind of has some friction, it's feeling a bit off and you want to naturally create a boundary there, give some space in that way. So the big thing that we wanted to share for one three is this holiday season is really allow yourself to follow your own internal authority, your own internal intuition about like, actually, I don't want to go visit this family member or I don't want to visit this friend. And it's nothing against them. It's not a forever thing. It's in this moment right now, I'm feeling like I need a boundary. I'm feeling like I need to create some space there. And letting that be okay. This is a huge part of our awakening, I think, is boundaries, you know, for people to be saying no when their authority wants to say no. And for people with this three in their profile, really trusting when things are off and need space and knowing that that's an act of love and that when you have those boundaries, then your connection can come back and be better and stronger than ever before later. But if you don't create that boundary, it can really kind of have this downward spiral for everyone involved. So just trust yourself and be okay with your boundaries and focus on communicating boundaries with love, with objectivity, with clarity, and really love and honor the fact that that's a gift for you and for everyone else involved. Yeah. And just even simply putting your attention and focus and time on the people that 
uh, you feel you have a healthy relationship with and just kind of diverting that attention that you would give on maybe the relationships where you need a boundary. So that could even be you're at a family gathering and just intentionally spending time with the people that you don't need that boundary with. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can, even without communicating it, just shifting your focus to the places that feel good can be really supportive um, in that space. Yeah, I love that. So love this topic. And I feel like it's perfectly timed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just kind of really briefly, I wanted to share just a quick thing that you can keep in mind around connection with your energy type. So as a projector, just knowing that your energy is really designed to connect sort of in this one-on-one fashion. And it does not mean that you can't connect with groups of people at all. It just means that it feels really nourishing and natural for you to connect one-on-one. So projectors, prioritize that one-on-one connection when you feel like you need nurturing. If you're feeling overwhelmed in group settings, just have awareness of maybe this is kind of one of the reasons why and hold that space for yourself. And for manifestors, you know, having alone time is so important and spending a holiday alone, I would say is definitely something that our collective is like, Oh, you should never do that because that's lonely. But for a manifester that might create peace. That might be the thing that moves your soul more than anything else. So just give yourself permission to take alone time and challenge yourself to inform about why alone time feels so nourishing and good for you. I think that people really need to learn the value of being alone and manifestors are the ones who can really teach us. Like when I get to spend this alone time, this is how I feel. And this is what I want out of it. And while I love you and I love connecting with you, this is what I'm really feeling called to do. And informing really well in that space, I think can be transformational for both you and the people involved. Um, And for generators and mangens, I just wanted to say, of course, always honoring your boundaries and saying no when you want to say no and not helping everyone all the time just because they expect you to, of course. But I also wanted to share that as a a generator or a man gen, you really need to use your energy each day. And if you're not using up your energy and you have like an excess of energy at the end of the day, you can have this kind of like looming anxiety or frustration or like pent up energy in your body that can stop you from sleeping. Like it just kind of feels like something's off and maybe you don't know why. So a great tip is just move your body and move your body in ways that are fun and playful and share that with the people in your life instead of only sitting around or sitting and staying inside. If you're feeling kind of like trapped by that because you have this pent up energy within you, go move your body and invite people to do that with you. That might be something that feels really fun and nourishing for both of you. And lastly, for reflectors, um, being around so much energy all the time and eating all of these crazy foods with all of these people during the holiday season might not be the most supportive thing for your energy. It's really important that you check in and feel for yourself if you feel like that's true. And if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, a great tip can just be prioritizing kind of spending a bit more alone time, eating alone before you go to these events with all of these people where you feel that overwhelm um, and just kind of creating those moments of calm while you are digesting your food so that when you go into that space with all of the other people, you don't feel like that's like another thing that you're having to focus on. So, and the last thing, of course, the last tip is always going to be really feel for yourself. What type of connection makes you come alive? with which people in your life? Who are the people that you feel like love you and support you and you feel like 
better after spending time with them instead of feeling drained after you spend time with them. Really get clear for yourself and observe like what would your own tips for yourself be? And then remember to apply them because each of us has so much wisdom about our lives. And from the past, we just kind of don't slow down enough to give ourselves credit and to go within and to tap into that wisdom and then trust it and apply it. So I definitely invite you all to just sit with that. Like, what are the things I know about myself and where do I really feel good? And do I feel like I'm getting enough connection in my life right now? If not, let me prioritize that. Let me create some change there. Do I feel on the other hand, like I'm getting too much connection? Um, Let me prioritize alone time. And that's kind of been where we've been at. You know, we love being able to connect with people online, but we also just feel this pull. Like we just want to connect with people in real life, in real space, to be able to hug and be in each other's frequencies and have those experiences together. And, you know, maybe it doesn't make sense on paper or maybe it wasn't part of whatever plan, but it's like, listening to your soul's calling to come together and to experience life together and to share. And specifically for us, you know, we've just been feeling like the way that we live our lives in in alignment with with our authorities and um, the way that we've allowed ourselves to build our life and our business in this very like new paradigm model. Sometimes we still to this day feel a bit like aliens because we'll tell other people like, yeah, we're not going to do that because my authority says no. And we are going to do this because my authority says yes. And people are like, but can you do it that way? Like, can you create the world that way? And so we've just been feeling the call to connect with other individuals who are on that frequency, who are creating the new paradigm right along with us, who are listening to their own strategy and authority and doing things in their way. And when we come together and see that we are not the aliens, well, maybe we are, or maybe we're starseeds or all the things, but just being connected in that is such an amplification of the joy that we're creating and the, the change in the consciousness and the shift in the consciousness that we're creating. Yeah. And the authenticity, I think that's a big part of it is that I just want to, I want to connect in an authentic, real way that is so helpful in the, in where we're headed right now in the new paradigm. And obviously we do that online. We, we really do connect with our besties and with uh, people in readings and in these online spaces. Um, and it's amazing, but we're just feeling that call to spend seven days with an intimate group and really go there, really feel it all, really share it all, really connect and um, launch off into this new year, this new paradigm. So some of the biggest moments in our own lives have been at retreats, launching off new ideas, new visions. Um, our business, the, the first time that we birthday Luna was at a retreat. And it's powerful, pivotal moments in your life. And doing it in a way where I think... For me, my authority is so crystal clear on that. When we hold space for people and when we hold an event or create an offering, we are so passionate and have so much integrity around offering a five-star experience around like thinking of every possible thing we can with, with the retreat and with our side of what we're bringing. And 
every time that we go to a retreat, we're thinking like, oh, I wish that this container was held a little bit more, or I wish that they thought of this, or like, this feels a little off. And so, you know, part of the joy of hosting Costa Rica when we had that first retreat was being able to really make it what we wanted to make it and really provide such a big, uh, well thought out and well felt out container. And so anyways, this whole rant is basically to say that this retreat, we not only want to have that five-star, well thought and felt out experience to decondition to lean into our leadership and vision as individuals for each person there um, and really go close. But in a five-star way, we also want to have it be in a luxurious five-star accommodation where it's like literally stunning, gorgeous, super high-end, super luxurious. And when I say five-star, I just mean like, you know, turn down service. I want to feel that in a spiritual way. And that I feel like we offer and we really love doing in our containers that we hold of like, let me please turn down this this for you. Let me hold you here. Let me meet you here and let me go there with you. I want to feel that in the physical side with where we're at and in the spiritual side, which of course we're going to do. So this whole new retreat that we're hosting it's like breaking down those limiting beliefs, not only spiritually, but also physically. And yeah. it's freaking gorgeous. I can't wait for you all to see it because it's stunning and also really exciting. And if you haven't been to Bali, I which I know you haven't, Dana, it's so... That is Bali. It is like spiritual and also gorgeous and lush like lush not only just in the jungle but like lush in vibes mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes sense yeah. lush in vibes yeah no i'm so excited i'm just excited to like go deep like dive in and really go there together and to be with individuals that are all there for that and like i just i can't wait. Um, I keep having like dreams and all of these things, like signs that are coming in and symbols and like animal messengers. And I'm like, okay. And this is the same feeling that I had in the last retreat that we did is like this feeling of when we really just listen to our authority, there are greater forces that are supporting us and working through us. And like, we are the whole universe serving ourselves and moving ourselves and creating ourselves. And it just feels so exciting to have that feeling of like, I don't know why, but I know that life wants me to do this and life is carrying me and we are, you know, all in that together. So I'm just really grateful. And we have so many like things planned. We have amazing things planned for this retreat that I'm like, feels very like soul purpose. Like we've always been meant to do this. And I'm excited to learn and from all the people who are coming and hear their visions, amplify their goals, amplify how they are leaders in this new paradigm. And um, I'm just really excited to connect with those souls, whoever they are that are called into 
this retreat. I feel like this retreat is like putting all these beacons out to people even right now before we've announced it. And like, I can feel the energy of all the people that are coming and it feels potent. That's it so feels, true. Yeah. I love it. It feels um, potent and it feels luxurious as shit because that <laughs> is my life. Yeah. That's my life. Beautiful. Yes. So thank you for tuning in with us today and going on this conversation journey, rant, ramble, laughing, all the things. Um, I had so much fun. And I think that this conversation of connection, I really just invite you all to sit with it and to feel, okay, where in my life am I craving more connection? Am I craving less connection? What really feels good to me? Take in these tips and considerations around your profile lines and your type, but really trust your own inner authority and celebrate the fact that we are here as individuals. You know, we're here to experience the illusion of individualism. And it's such a special thing to get to experience that. And we are here to then connect our uniqueness with the uniqueness of others. Like that is why we are here, right? All of us, our human design journey is about creating acceptance and love for ourselves and really aligning with our purpose so that then we can share that with others. When we become our inner authority, we do that so that we can then share our outer authority, be an outer authority for other people to teach, to guide, to inspire. Like we are designed to be here together, connecting, learning from one another. So um, in whatever way it feels really right for you to find that connection, just celebrating how special it is that like all we have is each other, right? We are all in this together. And it just feels really good to feel that because I think that like loneliness and separation can be some of the greatest pains that we experience in this human life. And really seeing connection in a whole new empowering way, it flips the script where you just really feel so loved and belonging and connected, even when you're just thinking about it and connecting with people through your awareness or through your consciousness. So thank you for being here. We love you all. If you're considering coming to the retreat, please use your authority because we are excited for all of the people that are meant to be there. Um, And just that energy of just pure authenticity and alignment and truth. And we're going to be, you know, dropping details about it soon. So stay tuned and, you know, you'll get to know more about the kind of the specifics um, when we launch it. Yeah. But just know it's human design based. We're going to be honoring your individual design and go in there with deconditioning. And I'm just so excited. My human design nerd side is like freaking lit up. So reach out (laughs) if you're interested, but also details are going to be dropping like really soon. So keep an eye out on Instagram and um, which is at Dayluna and on our website, daylunalife.com. If you're not subscribed to our newsletter, you can do that there and you'll get all of the information in an email as well. Um, We love you. Enjoy your week um, and enjoy yourself and how you want to connect with other people. Stay grounded in this time and we just are sending you so much love.